It's 2023, y'all. And some are making their resolution for change. Amen. Good to see everyone today. Want to make a quick announcement about 21 days of prayer and fasting. Amen. Starting next Sunday on the 8th through the 28th, in the evening time, Monday through Friday, from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. for all you that like to sleep in. Amen. We get a different crowd in January. Amen. But let me encourage you, we're praying and fasting, and that means we're pushing back on things that take away our attention that uh, cover over what God's looking for in our spirit. Let me say it this way. There's something about hunger and thirst that needs to be focused on. And the reason that's important is this. In 21 days of prayer and fasting, ask the Lord to show you what it is you want to push back on. And for some, it'll be food. For others, it'll be media. Some, it, it, whatever it is, it may be your coffee. But anyway, we got a good daddy. He's not making us do anything. He's inviting us into something that's wow. And uh, for, for everyone that's been touched by this, that's everybody in this building, it's not about performance to God. That's not what he's looking for. When you fast, he's not looking for how, how, how much you can hurt yourself and, amen, and beat yourself up. That's not what he's looking for. He's looking for our hearts. And he knows that sometimes we got to push back on something that we think we're in love with to find out we're not. Amen. Look, we're going to ask the Lord to help us get hungry and thirsty so that we can become more devoted to him. Amen. More with him. And while we're devoting our hearts and making ourselves available to him, ministry will happen. Miracles will take place. These things will begin to follow those that are in devotion with him. That's important for you to catch. Some of us are looking for miracles. We're looking for healings. We're looking for signs and wonders. Stop it. Look for Jesus. Get into a posture where you can have fellowship ah, and become devoted to your relationship with your daddy. Come on, a, 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 a child that reaches up with a teachable spirit that's like a sponge. That's all he's asking for. All the other stuff begins to happen. All of a sudden, you're sleeping better. All of a sudden, you got your, your finances are better. Your, your health is better. It's just the kingdom starts coming in waves. Amen. And every one of us want to enter in. And it's not, you cannot enter in looking for things that is evident that God's there. Don't look for the signs and wonders. Look for Jesus. 21 days of prayer and fasting. Amen. And Saturday mornings we'll meet at 9 a.m. and just continue to thank the Lord for his presence. Amen. His love and his devotion to us. Amen. That'll help us relax, won't it? 
Amen. The title of the message today is relax. Let's do this. Relax. Let's do this. What do you mean? Do what? Glad you asked. Amen. Because therein is the challenge that most precious people that God's so in love with that's doing the best they know. Amen. Doing the best they know. Martha was doing the best she knew. And she was giving it her all. And she needed her sister to be fixed because her sister wasn't getting it. Has anybody ever been that way before with your brother or sister? I get it. They don't get it. And I need to get them fixed. So I want to encourage you today, whatever it is you're trying to fix, stop it. You can't fix it. You can't fix it. Tammy can't fix Dwayne, and Dwayne can't fix Tammy. Because we could take some credit for it when we stand before God if we could. There are some things that you will fix in this world, in this life, around your house. But remember this, once you get it fixed, it's still going to break. And it's going back to the dust from which it came. True. What needs fixing has eternal value to it. Only God's fingerprint can do that. And he chose again to limit himself to our availability. Let me say it this way, to our devotion to our availability <sighs> as a child is like a sponge. When we come to him with open arms, reaching for his kingdom, he picks us up as the good daddy that he is, and he begins to give us the kingdom. And you know, children, they're asking, what's this? Why that? I mean, it's just, and you know what? A child will show you and I the dynamics of how to ask, seek, and knock. Because in our church world right now, because we're beat up with religious ideas that have us hemmed in and imprisoned, our idea of asking, seeking, and knocking is like begging. And God's kids don't have to beg for anything. They already have everything. It's just they haven't learned how to take advantage of what they have. Out of being like a child, a teachable child, with open arms, the kingdom comes. Amen. Amen. I, 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 I'm spending exactly the right amount of time in the spirit right now with this topic because you just don't get this. It is the mercy of God that we ever get the breath of truth. Amen. We just are not smart enough to add it up and come up with the answer. We need daddy to keep talking to us about it and showing us his glory, his power, his dominion, his authority. He reigns and I get to reign with him. I get to, I get to enjoy his glory with him because of him. Amen. And so any good parent is not going to make their children beg for the benefits of being a member of the family. Amen. But it's wisdom for children to ask, seek, and knock. That's wisdom. 
Not all children are wise. You've been one of those and you had to get the fire lit to get the revelation. Amen. Consequences are real, real, aren't they? And I've chose to act like I was intelligent a few times. And my intelligence cost me. Found out I wasn't as smart as I thought I was. But I found out that, amen, God loved me and he worked with that mercifully, with grace, until he brought me into truth that set me free from the guy in the mirror. And I'm still working on that guy still. Amen. That's why we're talking about relax. Let's do this. You see, Martha actually thought she had what service looked like down pat. Amen. Jesus is in the house, and I know how to host him, not, and none of you, the rest of your group don't. Because y'all are not paying attention. And I know how to host him, and therefore everybody needs to be aware that this is how you do it. And Jesus has to call her name twice. Martha, Martha. You think you've got the better thing figured out, but Mary has chosen the better thing. And we've talked about it here. Amen. She sat at the feet of Jesus, hungry and thirsty, as a child with her arms up like a sponge. Amen. I want the kingdom. I want the kingdom. Amen. Who wants the kingdom today? Amen. Jesus is the kingdom. He's everything about who we are. Our righteousness is the identity that he's given us, the joy and the peace that is beyond our ability to conceive and understand. Wow. Wow. Amen. I want to read you a few passages about how it really looks to relax. Let's do this because um, if we don't get that, we miss the mark. Jesus is giving us an ask that we all can say, well, I, yeah, that's true. Listen and follow. You know, Jesus, I only say what I hear and do what I see my father doing. I only say what I hear him saying. And so the ask is pretty much relax, let's do this thing. But when you track him, amen, God in flesh representing who you and I are as sons and daughters in the king, showing us how to do it. Where is he leading those? He said, come follow me and I will make you. This is very important. Y'all got to catch this. You want to miss this. It's so simple. It's like I should have had a V8 moment, you know, and we miss it. If you follow him, he leads you to small groups all the time, from house to house, breaking bread in the fellowship. Follow Jesus. He was always grouping. It's in small groups. Oh, man, he's doing an advertisement right now for Jesus. He started this advertisement in the beginning. Guess how Adam, which means man and woman, male and female, Adam were their name until Adam got angry at her and called her Eve. God called them Adam. 
And every day they grouped. And God and Adam, man and woman, grouped. And they walked through his garden with him, with them. And they were able to tend to God's garden because they made themselves available. Their devotion was this way. And they were available to him in group, in a group setting. And they took care of the garden, God's kingdom. But the day that Adam decided, I don't need small groups. I think I can figure this out on my own. Amen? Trouble, pain, sickness, debt, sweat of your brow, pain in childbirth. And today, you and I are coming out of that into the light and being available for him to represent his identity and his nature. Because Jesus came and showed us how to do it like God intended it in the beginning. Let's walk with him. And he said, come follow me. Come hang out with me. Make your devotion about being with me. And while you're devoted to being with me, I'll make you. Let me tell you something. Jesus loved those boys and their wives and their kids. And he done wonderful things. And as they hung out with him, the supernatural manifested. Wasn't about the supernatural. It was about being with him. While they hung out with him, the dead were raised. The eyes were opened. The lame walked. Oh, my goodness. The leper was cleansed. I'm, it's just, oh, kingdom had come. But it was all about hanging out with him. And he, Jesus, wherever he went, he was always grouping Y'all going to catch us here in a moment because we want to follow him, don't we? And he's still asking from us today to relax. Let's do this. Do what? Let's group. Where two or three gather together. Where's he at? Oh, no, he's over here with a long ranger that's got it all figured out. Mm Mm-mm. Anybody want to see Jesus? Anybody want to get in the presence of God? Now, keep keep in mind now, his spirit draws us when we're playing the Lone Ranger. He'll draw us. I mean, you can feel him. He's drawn on you. But guess where he's drawn you to? Because you can't be with him apart from being in him. And as a member of his body... We're all fitly joined together. Boy, that, that advertisement is getting long. Pastor, would you hear him get off of that? Yeah, I know it's uncomfortable because our culture does not support it. Our church world culture does not support it. But for you and I to be available so that out of us, he can have dominion and authority and power And we can be who he says we are, the salt of the earth, the light of the world, where two or three gather. I am in their midst. 
And I will meet them when they come with the right expectation and the right passion and the right objective. Anybody ever been to a small group and your attention wasn't where it belonged? You really didn't have much of an expectation. You was more fearful than anything. It's like, dude, I'm scared of these people. I don't even like them. Right? Oh, and, and we didn't realize that that emotional dynamic was there to reveal something called a lie. Why in the world would I be afraid of anybody that God's in love with? Well, pastor, you don't understand. They, they're possessed. Hello? It's not about them being possessed that's the problem. It's about my availability so Jesus can have access. He's limited himself, right? He's limited himself. He's limited himself to our availability so that we can, he can use our hands to lay hands on the sick. He can use our mouth to cast out demons, to take authority and dominion. He's limited himself to us being available so that he can continue what he did in flesh 2,000 years ago. And we're still fussing about it because our culture is pushing back on us. And the Lord's telling me to encourage everybody here to relax. That's better said than done, Pastor. I know. In your own ability, you can't. But with him, you can. And the Lord wants me to let you know it's so easy. To, it's light and easy. It's not hard. Oh, my God, I got I to start a small group. I got to do a curriculum. I, I got I to fix this, and I got to prepare this. And, I, and, and, and Martha, relax. Martha, Martha. Calm down. Get over it. But it just don't look like Mary's doing anything, Jesus. She, she, she made the right call, Martha. She's focused on her heart posture, and that's all I need. And when we get our ex expectancy corrected, and we get our heart in the right place, and we get devoted to him being the one that reigns, he's in charge. And we find out he's really our daddy, and that he's so good that he will give us his spirit. That's what it says. Our heavenly father loves us so much, he won't keep his spirit from us. He gives us spirit and fire. And out of that, I'm with daddy. Oh man, it's awesome being with, I'm, and, and it's like a little kid, you're on his knee bouncing. And he's, and you're, what's this? Why this? How this? And then, and he's like, let me show you. And people get healed and set free and delivered and, and miracles happen. And amen to the, the glory of God comes down. And all the while, I can't, ooh, my daddy's awesome. But he's taking that child that's like a sponge and he's using them for such is the kingdom of God. True? Relax. Let's do this. Stop trying to figure it out, Martha. Get over it. 
And so, <laughs> I wanted to read some scriptures. <laughs> and all the Lord's going to let me do today is tell you to go read it yourself. <laughs> Amen. So, they're grouping. I'm going to take my glasses off. We'll worry about this drink of water. They're grouping. And they're at Passover group. Small group. 12 plus Jesus. And, uh, and Judas isn't there with the right expectancy. He's, 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 his attention has been drawn away. Amen, on other things. And Jesus is trying to get his attention. Look, look, I'm going to raise my hand. I've been like Judas in small groups. I've been there. I've been preoccupied with something else going on. And I didn't realize that what I was preoccupied on was betraying him. Y'all pray for me. I'm dealing with the guy in the mirror. I didn't realize that while I was supposedly a disciple, and doing the work of the kingdom, my preoccupation became a betrayal of the one that loved me. And he's there trying to tell him, and Judas ain't getting it. And the rest of the apostles are hearing it, and they're even going like, is that me? And the answer is yes. You know how I know that? Because just read on. It's right there in the Scriptures. After they're doing that, and G Judas leaves into the dark of night from the small group. The disciples begin to debate on who the greatest is in the kingdom. Who's the most spiritual? Who prophesies the most? Who does more work for Jesus? Who's the... <laughs> Did y'all know that's betrayal? Beating our chest on, look, I already know that he's already told me and you both that we're powerful. Amen. We don't have to prove that. He, he wants to prove that. You mean I ain't got to prove that I'm daddy's boy? No, you can't. He can, though. And the only way it can be done is when I align my heart and my devotion to him. Oh. That's why twice a year we do 21 days of prayer and fasting so that we can realign, readjust. It's our group decision to push back on anything hindering Jesus from being Lord in our lives so he can reach the ones he loves in the community he's placed us. We're commissioned by the blood of Jesus Christ through his name with spirit and with fire to group. I don't have anything to prove. You don't have anything to prove. He's already proved it. He's just waiting on us to get focused on his presence and quit being preoccupied on other things while he's with us. Come on. If, we, if when we gather and we gather in his name, it's not an abracadabra statement. I do what I do in the name of Jesus and, and pray over my food in the name of Jesus and do everything. And, the, and it's just a statement that we really don't believe. In the name of Jesus, 
is you're devoted to his will and his purpose to listen and to follow. In the name of Jesus, I only say what I hear him say. I only do what I see him do. That's in the name of Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm not preaching at nobody here. I am talking about the guy in the mirror every day. Somebody gave me a t-shirt, John. I'm dealing with, I put that t-shirt on, go look at that guy in the mirror. Because my greatest enemy is he can get out of alignment and get preoccupied and get bound by religious ideas on what it looks like to serve our Father. And all the while, I'm betraying him, I'm rejecting him, and I'm basically, as Hebrews chapter 6 says, you mean read that, you want to read that, crucifying him to an open shame. Did you all know that we can do that to our Lord? Today, you can re-crucify him to an open you find it interesting in Hebrews 6. And it's all because we get preoccupied with religious ideas that are nothing more than lies. We reject him. And so... <laughs> In that little group setting at Passover, Jesus says, look, guys, I'm going to uh, be going to a place that you can't go. And uh, just want y'all to know, uh, I'm going to give you a new commandment so that you can encourage one another. It's the little group setting. He says, this is the new commandment, that you love one another as I love you. And Peter says, look, I'll die for you right now. And the Lord tells Peter, you want me to tell you the honest truth? That's pretty what the Passion Translation calls it out. That's in the original Greek, he was being brutally honest. Peter, you really think you would. But I'm telling you, you can't. And Satan has already been given permission to sift you. And you're not going to live up to who you think you are for me. But when you're converted, I'm all in. When you're converted, Peter, make it your life's mission. It's your life mission to encourage your brothers. Come on, a life mission? from heaven's command is to encourage the brethren, which includes all the sisters. And you can't do that if you don't group. Sundays ain't getting it. It's every day God and Adam grouped, and they took care of the garden. And garden has a bunch of trees in it, which represent in the true kingdom of God what God loves people that were trees planted by the river amen and our fruit is a product of the river and all of the nourishment and all of the the wonderful minerals and things that just from heaven's lens that come into that tree and the fruit there is awesome did that tree decide it was going fruit on its own God already determined that with me, 
I'm going to manifest and you're going to be powerful. And I'm talking to us today because Peter come back and said, no. He said, let me be real honest with you, Peter, before the night's out and the the cock crows, you will deny that you even know me three times. Was that an important thing to happen to Peter? Yes. And it's important for us to know that that, when it happens to us, and it does, we all reject him. We all deny him at some level more than we want to admit. But it's not for evil. It's for good. But when we're converted. Did y'all know when we don't group, we're rejecting him? That we're denying him access to our lives? But I can't, Pastor, I got to figure it out first. No, just be a child that's like a sponge. All he's asking us to be is children with open arms that's teachable and gather with an expectation that he's going to be in our midst. Come on, if I, could, I can do that. With an expectation and a heart posture that he's going to be there. And guess what? If the enemy shows up, he's in trouble. As long as I set it up for Jesus to come in and I made sure the door was open for him to sit down and have group with us. The enemy can't, he can't fly. Does anybody believe that? I don't know yet. People bother me. (laughs) And and he understands that. How, How many group sessions did Peter have with Jesus? Oh, my God, three-plus years of grouping with Jesus every day, every day. And, 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 you know, Jesus loved that boy for some reason. And Jesus talked to him pretty bluntly, didn't he? You know why he could? Because Peter had been grouping with Jesus for three-plus years. And Jesus was able to love him on another level that was brutally honest. And it was his salvation. And the Lord's telling me to encourage you, relax. Let's do this. Let's do this because that's where he's at. And everybody in this building is gifted with arms of expectancy. Every one of us are on the fringe of wow right now. And this thing called devotion before God (laughs) is what it's all about, being with daddy, being with daddy. And when I get it about being with daddy and I find out that you're part of daddy, I can't wait to get around you. Because when I am I hungry for him, I get with you because you are him. And the mind of Christ comes in on a level I can't have it until I catch the revelation of what it is when two or three gather in my name. Amen.
You know, Cain had an issue with his brother. Be careful, Pastor. Did he have an issue with his brother? He thought he did, but he really had an issue with God. The problem wasn't Abel. Cain was offended with God. <laughs> and he took it out on his brother. Have you ever been mean to anybody before? Have you ever given anybody, you're my old country boy, two bits before? A piece of your mind? Have you? And I thought Cain was a pretty bad dude. Found out I was too. And the Lord loved Cain. And the Lord loved Dwayne. And the Lord is so patient and long-suffering and kind and gentle and temperate. Is anybody catching this? That if I hang around him long enough, that fruit will start showing up in me. <laughs> and I'll start looking like him. And people will think they're seeing Jesus instead of Dwayne. Wow, that would be the miracle, right? And can God do and perform that miracle in all of us? But how? It's all about heart posture. It's about devotion, availability. It's not about ministry. Let me say that again. It's not about ministry. Get over it. I'm pausing. Got to hold here for a little bit because I already said it twice. Something about all of us, we, we got to hear it four, five, six hundred times before it like ding, 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 ding. Oh, my God. As long as you're making it about ministry, you'll miss him. As long as you're making it about what you think God's asking from you and it's about doing, you'll miss it. He just wants us to be with him. He wants us to come go with him and follow him. Amen? So when he sent them out by twos, was it just two there? And so the enemy told you that Jesus hung back and they were just two. No, he can't lie. Where two or where two or three agree. He sent them out by twos and they were in agreement upon objective. We're here to go give somebody some hope and good news. Uh, Jesus said, I'll be with you. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. I'll be there to comfort you. Amen. Look, um, some good examples that, that uh, has been good for me. And God reminded me this morning early. He said, son, remember when y'all gathered and done this? I was there. 
Well, yeah, I know. He said, oh, yeah, but you're not getting it. You're not getting it. The reason that happened was because y'all went into a grouping with a common objective. <laughs> and you made it about my spirit in fire. And most people would tell me, oh, that's your candy stick. No, that's, that's uh, the church's candy stick. That, that anybody that's a child of God, that's your candy stick. Is spirit and fire. Amen? It's in his spirit. We walk in the spirit. Amen? Whatever we do, we do in spirit, and it's because we're on fire that God's able to do what he does. And he reminded him, he said, uh, remember why you were in prison to your notes? Yeah. <laughs> and I came up on you and I said, I'm going to give you property. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember your presence coming on me. He said, I, was trying to, I was trying to get you out of the box then. He said, and you remember how everybody jumped up? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. It scared me. He said, that's what happens when y'all come together in my name. He said, it was my presence there that caused that. Y'all were postured right. And the same day, amen, because we were postured right, he shows us exactly this property. That was a Mary. If you ain't heard it, it was only God. But he said, this, this is what I want you to get, son. He said, when y'all gathered on this property and the foundation was poured, and we heard a wonderful message from Bird on foundation, humility, right? Remember when the foundation was poured? He said, y'all grouped together before the foundation poured. Y'all came as a group, and you brought a gallon of oil. And I was hoping that that gallon would make it around the perimeters. That was my hope. He said, because your heart was postured correctly, and y'all gathered, I was there. And because of that, that oil didn't run out. And for the guests here, just so you know, I checked with engineers and did people that do the numbers. They said, only God could have done that. I still got half a gallon almost. And with a small group, we begin to thank the Lord for trusting us in this community on behalf of his kingdom. And we begin to pour that. And it's hard to pour a gallon jug. You've seen them, olive oil. It comes out and gloof, 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 gloof. And I'm thinking, oh, man, we ain't going to get halfway. Why didn't I buy six gallons? And the Lord is like laughing, having fun because we're sponges. I don't know why I thought a gallon would work. That was like, really? And I'm a numbers guy. And I got a gallon, and then we had the elders pray over it. And we're going to know at the foundation. And we kept going, and we kept going. And we got all the way around, and it was half gallon still left. So we went out to the road. And it's 1,700 feet just halfway. We didn't just go 1,700 feet. We went all the way around the property. And when I got through, there's still almost a half gallon left. And the Lord reminded me this morning, he said, we're two or three gather. You're not going to see my glory until you gather. 
You're going to feel my presence because I'm going to draw you. Every one of you in this room right now, enjoy the drawing presence of God. But you're only letting him pull you so far. You're only coming so close. And he's saying, come go with me. Hang out with me. Trust me. And that's the challenge. Because I can't understand you, Lord. And I want to trust you. With it, with this, you know, it's not trust then until you go with me. And when the time to walk on water comes, I'm going to be with you and my word's going to hold you up. Several of you here knows what daddy's talking to you about. He's been talking to you about. And you've been asking him, what am I missing? What's the problem? What's going on? And he loves it because that's a child that's reaching up to him. Because you're asking, you're like a sponge. I don't know what to do, Lord. And he's okay with that. Because if you'll just open up, he'll give you spirit and life. And you can absorb the water of life. Some powerful people in this room today. But he's not asking for you to work hard because his presence is in the room. He's asking you to stop working and let faith work. He's asking you to stop working and let faith work. Faith without works. Who's doing the work? Well, no, that's me. Okay, Martha, you still ain't getting it. Unless we let faith work, we'll take credit for it and talk about what we gave to the orphanage and who, who we, and then the list goes on. Look what I did. And Martha thinks, really, she thinks, and he, whoever he is, thinks that's going to get them the blessing of the kingdom. No, it's not. Orphanage will be taken care of better with me Saying, yes, Lord. And then a miracle happened at the orphanage. Well, whose hands and feet? It might be my hands and feet. That's not the point. At the end of the day, look what the Lord has done. That's got to catch our hearts, ladies and gentlemen. So the Lord's encouraging me to tell you one more time. Relax. Let's do this. Don't try to figure it out. When you see somebody that looks like a human being, think of him. Don't think of the devil. Don't think about what they need to change. This is evidence that I think that you need to change. I'm being Martha. Boy, Martha's getting a bad rap. No, I'm Martha. I've done it. You're not going to fix anything. Only God can fix people. And all he's asking is for us to trust him and get together. And just have an expectancy when we get together. And he will come to his house. And he will talk with us and sup with us and oh, feel us and encourage us and heal us and deliver us 
And that'll spill off on everybody around us. But the problem and the challenge is relaxing. And just backing into this for everybody here, you want to relax? Anybody want to relax and have fun with your daddy? He chose a rest for the weary to have rest. And then if you're not careful, you'll, you'll think that that means you. No. I get my rest when he gets his. What well, God don't get tired. I know the altar, we're about to have an altar call. I'm going to drop the mic. God don't get tired. Go read it again. He loves you so much. He's after you so much that Isaiah, under his spirit, prophesies. Amen. This is the rest wherewith the weary, and he's talking about God, finds rest. Where? When we only say what he says. And we do what he does. Go read it. And for with a stammering lip and another tongue, he's prophesying of the day that Jesus comes and baptizes with spirit and with fire. Isaiah said this stammering lip and this other tongue is rest for the one who's weary. Because he limits himself to our availability, especially to our most unruly member. Your silence is awesome. Because if you're going to say only what you hear God say, sometimes he won't talk in English. Sometimes his spirit, which is gifted, the gifts of the spirit, He'll talk in an unknown tongue. But Martha wants it to come another way. Cain wants it to come another way. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Dwayne Lowe in the mirror? Come on. Really? And until we're dead to the person in the mirror, and when we start addressing all of our emotional, some of y'all, when I said, for with a stammering lip and another tongue, there was an emotional, mm. okay, that's a signal that there's a lie there that needs to be addressed. God started something, and the enemy came and counterfeited it, and now we just kind of like push it away if not necessary. Address the lie. And while Peter yet spake the word, the Spirit fell on them, every one of them. And every one of them in the room that where they were grouping were filled with the Spirit. And they spake as the Spirit gave utterance. And they relaxed. <sighs> oh, man, I got some people that I wanted to kill. They need this. I got some people I've been offended with. I can't wait to hug them. When you get relaxed, you can't be offended. When you truly step into the spirit and fire, oh, 
you'll turn the cheek 490 times in one day because Jesus is in the group. But he's not in every group today that professes him because they're doing the Martha thing. They're doing the Cain thing. They're doing the disciple thing prior to Pentecost. Can we stand? And so on January the 1st, 2023, we met, we grouped. And I remember, y'all, 31 years ago, Marty, small group, wow, explosions happened in that little storefront, small grouping. The bigger we got, the more unhealthy it became. What was the problem? It wasn't the people. It was the expectancy got diluted. The devotion waned. And the Lord was okay because you need to learn. You got to catch it. We're about to impact our community because that house you think you own, you don't own it. It belongs to daddy. And you're in that community because he placed you there for his purpose. That house is his house and you are a steward of it in a community with treasure all around it. And it's time to start gathering it. I'm really going to have to relax, Pastor. I know, I know, I feel you. We got 21 days of prayer and fasting. I didn't say go do it today. Not a bad idea, but you might pass out when they show up. And the Lord wants to get you relaxed so you can trust him. Let's do this thing. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all feel God just saying, that's my babies. And uh, they still going like this. And he's okay with that. He's fine with that. Just hang out with him. And all of a sudden, you'll know something you can't even figure out. And the mind of Christ got there finally. Like, oh, my God, why am I making this so hard? <sighs> you don't need another Bible study. You need the author of the Bible in your heart. If you ever get the author, amen, that penned through the hands of those that were available, you become a written epistle, read and known of all people. You'll be the salt of the earth, the light of the world. And Jesus is doing all the hard stuff. You're just hanging out. Relax. Let's do this. Amen. Is anybody ready to be an impact in your community? If you are, amen, and you're honest with God, it's fine. You can say, oh, man, I'm, I'm being the best I can. Jesus is okay with Peter too. Martha, Cain. Amen. Would you meet me up here today? January the 1st, 2023. Daddy's going to have his way in his house. And it ain't a building. Daddy is going to have his way in this house. And I'm going to embrace my daddy because I'm going to embrace you. 
and we're going to get together. And we're going to hang out with Daddy and wait on him to give us this unction and this fire and this zeal. And we're just together going to lock arms and say, let's do this. And it may look like walking on water, but I don't care. That's where he's at. Amen. And we'll let him fulfill the ministry and all these signs that follow them that believe. He's just asking us to believe. Could we lift our hands to heaven right now and surrender? Oh, come on. These arms. These arms right now is like a child that's teachable. Whoo, daddy, pick me up. <sighs> Such is the kingdom. Such is the kingdom. Somebody, kingdom come right now. Kingdom of God come right now. God bless you. Let daddy pick you up. Let him fill you up right now. Become his mouthpiece. Become his sponge. Relax. Let's do this. Relax. Let's do this.